1: Hi, Bing is for Doing, and we are here doing another Once Upon a Time in Wonderland after show. This is episode four, The Serpent. I am your host, Jackie Borowski, and with me is Tiana Hobson. Hello, everyone. And Keaton, I already forgot your last name. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. 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 (laughs) Keaton Marky Mark. (laughs) Uh, And Marissa Serafini is engineering this show. Hello, everyone. Every time this song plays... For some reason, I think it's gonna be, you can't always get what you want
2: because of the choir <laughs> sound. <laughs>
1: and then I'm like, oh, no, that's not it. I always no. think it's gonna
2: be like a, like a song from like the Harry Potter movies. Like that's the what frog I think chorus. of. The frog chorus. Yeah. That's yes. what I think of. I think oh. of little Double, British double, kids, toil and trouble. You know? Fire, singing, burn, and cauldron song. bubble, guys. <laughs> Awesome. Uh I also have to
1: point out that their notes, uh Keaton and Tiana's, are much more organized than mine because they're <laughs> typed up. I thought I was super nerdy and um apparently I'm not nerdy enough. Did you rewrite your notes after you watched the show? Uh no. Okay. They're they're <laughs> as the show is
2: happening notes. I would have been like really nerdy. <laughs> no, because
1: the, the notes I write as the show is happening, they always have like funny, stupid stuff that I um that I write. Uh, today I can't find any though, so unfortunately. Um so Agrabah. Start, <laughs> Agrabah. Agrabah. We started in Agrabah some time ago where um Jafar is some sort of laboring child.
2: I thought it was Aladdin.
1: I I, I, wrote, yeah. I wrote
2: I wrote, Is little boy Aladdin?
1: Right? I, 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 yeah. I want them to bring in Aladdin because now we know that Jafar was like a poor street urchin just like aladdin mm-hmm. so i'm like hmm i really want to know what that backstory is to see like how you know to see how they're similar and to see if they do something like they did with other ones like they made pure Pan a villain so yeah like yeah. what if they made
2: aladdin a villain well i mean Ooh. jaffard we also found out that he was the is the bastard son of the sultan yes so tech could he potentially be jasmine's half-brother Yes. I don't know. I know.
1: That Thanks. is very interesting. I hope they bring in those characters. And they are just bringing in characters that we don't know. Which is also interesting. <laughs> um, so there, he's laboring. And they, this witch gypsy woman. Um, I'm not sure. Amara. Amara. Um, she comes up and everybody basically hides their head in total and utter fear. And he stares at her. And his... Slave driver. I'm not really sure what to call that man. Was his stepdad and his
3: his guardian? His guardian I don't know. His I feel like he was a street urchin, so he was kind of just a a What's it called? An orphan of yeah. the street. So, you know, I think he his was just boss. the guy who was helping him out at that moment. That yeah.
2: scene reminded me so much of Star Wars Episode 1 <laughs> when Anakin, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. little Anakin, has yes. like his little slave driver. I yeah. With wada. wada. Yeah. Wada. And uh, he's like yelling at Anakin that literally I was like, wow, really lots of Star Wars
1: references. <laughs> <No. Yeah>. And <laughs> even I, I just realized in the last episode, like, even aside from. Um, the, the reference to that, what's that thing called again in Star Wars? That thing that eats things? Oh, Sarlacc Pit. Sarlacc Pit. That thing that eats things. Sarlacc <laughs> Pit. Sarlacc um, Pit. Right. They, there were fans that mentioned that the, the like bad guy hangout place looks a lot like the cantina in
2: Star oh, Wars. yeah. And oh, I was with, like, with the,
1: with the Caterpillar being Jabba, and I'm like, yep. oh my gosh, so true. Yep.
2: <laughs> so true. I absolutely brilliant. agree.
1: Anyway, loving
2: Boba Fett's gonna come in and I know loving Star Wars, but you know, Boba Fett died in in Scarlet, yeah, so that's what I'm wondering. Mm, Boba Fett, they Mm. can still bring him back, that is true. Um, (laughs)
1: I'm not against that. So, so then young Jafar goes to Amara and basically says, I want to be your protege, and she kind of like gets bitchy on him, and then she's like, Yeah, yeah, okay, um.
3: But like their relationship was weird, right? Yes, I okay. wasn't the only one who was creeped out. Let's begin by their with the fact that he
1: starts off as a fourteen-year-old, and then she must not age. She has like yeah, magical some sort of powers, power that magical she was not aging power at all. That she doesn't age at all, and then he gets
2: old, and then he's like a thirty-old man, and yeah. he raised her. I she, know, and she, she raised her, him yeah, and then they're lovers another, yeah it's wrote. I literally it, wrote ah relationship between jar <laughs> and serpent lady so weird <laughs> <laughs> I mean and here's
1: the thing too I was watching it and to me like because most of our characters in this are separated from their love in some sort of way. Mm -hmm. Like, Will's separated from his past love, Anastasia, and um, Alice is separated from Cyrus. So we don't really see any real on-screen romance. This is the first, like, this is the first... Well, I guess we saw them in flashbacks, but to me, this is the no. I, I can't, I can't justify Cause it's that. A flashback too, because it's a flashback too. But I, I mean, to me, this was one of the most powerful relationships. Well, and
2: how much hotter is yes. Jafar with his new hairdo, guys? So much, yeah. yeah. Like, well, I mean, damn. technically, it's
3: his. Old hairdo, but that he, he brought it. back. Yeah. So I mean, he you know he went through a phase in his teenage years where he was like rocking the ferrofluid blowout. He went through and then, it, yeah. And then he went through a Prince Jerry curl yes. phase, yes. and now he's back to the blowout. Yes. And I'm and I'm a fan of the blowout. I'm not a fan of that Jerry curl. I love the blowout. Thing, yeah. I think it looks
2: great on him. His his kind of goatee seems a little more. They fixed a lot of things. He they looks did, good this episode, did guys.
1: His, is it just me or did his, um, I don't know what you call it, the his collar?
2: Mm-hmm. I guess
1: it's its really big to be a collar, but his collar just got larger and encased his head much like it looks like on the actual movie. Yeah, it did. And so I really, I liked all the changes to Jafar. Jafar is looking hot. And that relationship, I think the word I was looking for was steamy. Because the past, yeah. the, when you look into the past of the other two relationships, those are very, like, um, they're fresh, they're, fresh. they're new relationships, they're more they're like, like young love, puppy love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, young love, and this was like, this was kind of like, just sex, nasty, kinky, sexy <laughs> relationship,
3: and I was like, woo, yeah, all the other whoa. ones are innocent and pure, and this one just seems kind of like muddled and filth and hotness, and, but he was myself, a child.
2: Off. He was a child, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he grew up. You know, if he you started eliminate as a child, and then
3: he grew up. I mean,
2: but at what point did the sex like? Start w- happening? At one point, <laughs> yeah. Justin Bieber was young,
3: and then he turned eighteen, and then people were like, "Okay, it's okay for me to like him now." You know, that's okay. And I wasn't one. We're, <laughs> Are you trying to tell us something? weird,
1: terrible beginnings to this relationship aside, though, I want to see more of it because I was like, "This is really steamy and interesting and kind of soapy," and I love it. And so I was really mad that. Um, we'll talk about it more later, but skip a few scenes, and she's turned into a j- piece of jewelry, basically.
2: Snake staff.
4: Yeah. Staff. Which, did any of you see that? Because I kind of got that once she mentioned that, uh, th- you know, s- having snakes in her life. When about she, snake mem- mem- I got it once she drank the poison. Then, and I was like. Yeah, and then my an mind honor. just went to Jafar's staff because we know that's a snake. So yeah. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just made that connection. I just took there. it that's as, awesome. you know,
3: clearly she had a big influence, and the snakes are important to him too. And then I thought of that staff and I thought of my fear of snakes. And I was like, I don't want to see a snake. And then I saw a snake and (laughs) it was just all bad. But, (laughs) but I liked how they used it, how he said to her, you know, you're still going to be with me. We are still going to do this together. I'm going to use your power and mine combined and made a nice little staff out of her.
2: I don't know. It reminded me of, (laughs) this is such a random reference that it reminded me of, but it reminded me of uh, the Prince of Egypt. <laughs> Moses. I thought Moses that too. throws In in the Old Testament, Moses throws down his staff and turns mm-hmm. it into turns a snake, into snake. snake. and uh, tells so, the Pharaoh, "Tells the Pharaoh, let my people go." Anyways,
4: uh, <laughs> no, I totally got that, that reference too. That, I, I was thought, like, watching, I was and like, then oh. like the the two men of like, you know uh-huh. Pharaohs, uh, they turn theirs into staffs.
2: Yeah, yep. I
1: love that. That's it's, it, it is kind of a biblical reference from the beginning, though, because snakes in the Bible represent Satan. Evil, they're like yeah. evil, and so it makes sense when the scene you have your most evil character kind of being seduced by a snake-like character and snakes.
2: But speaking of like Jafar being the most evil character, I mean the, throughout this entire uh, series so far, he has been ruthless. Like yeah. there's one thing you can count on in every episode is that Jafar just doesn't care. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it was interesting that we kind of saw a lighter side of him and a side of, kind of an understanding now of why he is so cutthroat in the way he is. Mm -hmm. Just I think it's a survival instinct. Oh, yeah. Because that was the one thing that kind of made
3: him happy. Yeah, you see his innocence is taken away from him because, you know, he's thrown out by his father. He's living on the streets alone, and he has nowhere else to go but to this woman who's going to take him in and kind of build him up in this evil protege way. So you see... Getting to see the other side of him helps Mm -hmm. understand him more. And so now I just need Alice to figure out, you know, that he does have a weakness too.
2: Yeah. And how Regina-like was this kind of backstory. I mean, the the idea of wanting to learn magic kind of for revenge, Mm -hmm. you know, having that one point where he had to choose either to let the man die and Mm -hmm. not give him the antidote. Mm Or to, you know, have a liver so he could, like, learn this new spell. I, I It felt so Regina-like. And a little bit of him reminded me of Stilton as well, but it was so Regina.
1: Be, uh, once does this all across the board, which is, it tries to give, uh, and rightfully so, it tries to give its bad characters a backstory that people can understand. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to keep, nowadays, we don't want to keep watching a show where a character is just, bad outright and you don't see where they're coming from because then you're just like okay defeat that character already and get rid of them we we love characters we love to hate and so now that he has this interesting background where you're like okay i see where he's coming from then it's then it's more like well we'd like to see jafar stick around for longer we don't want her to get rid of him so quickly Mm -hmm. because he's so interesting
2: i I mean i agree i I, I like Jafar and I think I like he, Jafar. now I think he's hot. So I yeah. now I really like Jafar. Jafar,
1: your blowout does <laughs> do wonders. And
2: and we also see
4: why Jafar is so after Alice now. And it it, it explains yeah. his mm-hmm. backstory why he's so interested in the lamps and the genies. Well, the
1: genies there is what it's a book on all the worlds and the wisdom of genies. So it's the book of genies and other important things. Um mm-hmm. And she used um, the
3: book of Genesis. The book, the book, the book yeah. Of I kept thinking like book Eli. Of yeah, book of everything. Sorry. I want to
1: know what else is in this book. Is this the same book that they found the Snarlak, Swarlak? What is that? Sarlak, Sarlak in. So, is this the same book? I thought like that it. was
3: her book. Are there multiple in.
1: books with like evil things in it?
3: I, I want to know. You know, there's volume one and volume two. <laughs> <laughs> <So Vulgar. laughs> volume one, Creatures
1: for Torture. Volume two, <laughs> Genies and Other Important Evil Things. Or not Genies. But, are are evil, Genies
3: but evil? They're not evil. Yeah. So,
1: but um, did we
3: find out exactly what he wants to do? Because I know they said they'd have enough power to change the laws of magic but I wasn't so they sure if need, I missed something else with no, specifically to, what They his, need three genies. Three genies yeah, to, three to genies. cast
2: a certain spell.
3: Yeah. yeah, but they didn't tell us yeah, what exactly...
2: Do you know what I thought was interesting, though? Like, cause, uh, no, they didn't tell us yet what okay. exactly the spell is, but before we saw that final scene where um, Jafar turns um, Amara into his staff, it kind of felt like this was almost a quest of love for him rather than a quest for like just kind of power. It felt like he was this was something he so determined to finish because he started it with her. And like it that that's why it's so important to him.
3: Before he turned her into the snake staff, I thought that, you know, they were like, okay, the the lamp is somewhere here in Agrabah, so I thought that's when they were gonna introduce Aladdin and Aladdin had it and maybe Aladdin was the reason why she wasn't around anymore, you know. Maybe Aladdin had killed her, and so he was trying to finish this and, like, for her honor. But then he did That's it exactly to her. I so thought. I was like, "Wait, here's here's what make. I think That's about." Literally exactly, so. exactly
2: what I thought. I'm like, so content. If you
1: think of like classic psychotic minds or classic stories about mm-hmm. people with, uh, with un- very very unhealthy obsessions, he. From the moment he saw her, he was obsessed with her. He literally, everybody turned away, and he could not. He could not. So he was so obsessed with her, he followed her to her place, and he said he said he wants to learn everything from her. And so he spends, when you're looking in these flashbacks, he spends all of his time being, I mean, I don't even want to say love. It's like an obsession, because then he wants to literally, like, own her and wear her. At the yeah. end, when you think about it. Because the staff is a piece of his clothing. So he wants—he just wants to devour her, almost. He wants to be her. Hmm, I haven't
3: thought about it like that.
1: Me neither.
3: Now I- he sounds like a psychopath.
1: <laughs> I mean, he is. Yeah, <laughs> like, he is,
3: but now he really sounds like <clears throat> it when you break it down like that.
1: I mean, hes he's not a good guy. He turns people into objects. <laughs> and he kills people willy-nilly. He went into that one room and wasted an entire room of people. He's not a good guy, and he probably has a lot of issues.
2: And I I loved the scene when he went into the bar, and that guy, um, to get the one genie lamp, and uh, he's, like, threatening the bartender, and the bartender very quickly makes his last wish. uh, Mm -hmm. I I wish that you can't uh, hurt me at all. And as he walks out of the room, so uh, the guy kind of, like, calls back at him and really hits him in kind of the spot where it hurts, where he kind of is, like, basically calls him out for being the Sultan's bastard. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's not a secret. Right. The town people yeah. know. And they know also who he is, like, as an adult as well as when he was a child. So that's also probably another motivation
4: why he acts the way he does. He's powerful and intimidating only just to...
2: Gain the respect, or mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so people won't have to deal definitely. with definitely. Well, oh, and then Amara comes. He's like, "I can't hurt you, but she can." she Yeah, comes that was great. This episode got really violent. It <laughs> did, but the,
4: especially with Jafar. He got really gruesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this
1: is this is definitely a lot darker. We don't. Our characters have a lot darker edges to them than yeah. regular ones. And I
2: still don't feel like. I, and I, I, I know I'm bringing it up once upon a time again, but um, I still feel like it's so much darker than that show. Yeah, because that show has kind of Mary Margaret, charming, who are always this kind of like bubble, like it's always like fairy tale, like lightness is right. in the Happiness. air. I and mean, even,
1: even yeah. Emma yeah. would never punch someone in the face. Oh,
3: like, I mean, yeah. I know yeah. Emma, yeah. Emma would punch somebody. Like, she down. would. Yeah, but past seasons of. Once I, Upon a Time have been lighthearted, but this season has been a lot darker, and you haven't had those happy go lucky Mary yeah. Margaret David moments. And I, you do have Emma in there fighting, and but I like mean, there's but in the middle of it all, they do have the love story, and there's always people are always together. Other people might be separated from their loves, but there mm-hmm. always is one kind of couple that's together, yeah. so you get that balance in this is that in that one compared to this one. Yeah. But I think that Once Upon a Time is just as dark as this. I mean, they have kids they have, fighting yeah. with each other now. It's like Lord of the Flies over there. They have darker elements <laughs> and in that show. it's like show, Lord of the Flies! But <laughs> Hunger Games! It, really is. <laughs> it is! It
4: really is. But it, that show has darker elements, but they always somehow bring it back to a more positive yeah. way. This one
2: just kind of went dark. I feel like this show is all, like, the, the Regina is some, somewhat forgiving. And Pan, because he is a child, you still kind of Or, like, oh, he's a kid, so you don't really, like, you're not too terrified of him. Because I know we keep asking ourselves, why are people so scared of him? Why are people so scared of him? But I feel like Jafar, I'm terrified of Jafar. Like, Jafar doesn't give a crap. Nope. Nope.
3: I don't know. I saw him, I mean, he could have kept, he told Alice, I mean, I'm sorry, we're jumping ahead a little bit. But he did tell Alice towards the end, you know, when he had her in that stretch, Armstrong stretch going on thing. He didn't need her in one piece. And then he stopped. So I kind of took that as like you know he does have boundaries that he's kind of gonna well go if he her I mean, a party would have like, killed her yeah I think, I that. think he could have broke a leg or something still so, but he just kept flat out but, stopped
4: no I think it was just Jafar realizing he can't kill her yeah. like, because she did make the point like I you I need so me so to yeah. make the wishes and yeah.
1: that's why he backed off so as far as the wishes go we now we now see why he's so eager to have Alice expend the wishes it has nothing to do with like. I, I really know what the point... like. I really didn't understand until this point why he was so eager to have her use the wishes mm-hmm. and I thought it was just to betray Cyrus or whatever. But now I see that he wants her to use the wishes because then he can be the owner of the genie once
2: she's done with her wishes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is what I want to know. I want to know if you use your three wishes and say she gave it to the knave, then mm-hmm. the knave had three wishes and that the knave used his three wishes, if she could have it back. So then she gets six wishes. Can they play the system? (laughs) (laughs) Is there a way to get around this whole wish thing? That's a
3: good question.
1: (laughs) That's a good question. So, um, so the end of his relationship with Amara, which, oh, by the way, the actress who plays Amara is amazing. Awesome. And it really, yeah. really, really made me angry in this episode that she was turned into a serpent staff. And you know by looking at the eyes in the serpent staff, you're like, she's got to come back because she's still alive in there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We saw the blinking. I know. And I'm like, I really love that actress, and I really, really, really would love to see she's her back. She's so I pretty. Hope she comes back. She was, not only, but it's like, You can, pretty actors here in Hollywood are a dime a dozen, but she's just good. She's just good at being bad. Yeah,
3: yeah, she was really good. Without
2: even doing much. Yeah. It was just like a look with her. Yeah. And her costumes were beautiful. I love that we're kind of seeing a new style with seeing more of Agrabah and mm -hmm, kind of like, mm -hmm. Love Agrabah. the, the, The style that comes along with Agrabah is more like Middle Eastern and beautiful and flowy and... I, I loved all of her dresses, and I, even, like, Jafar's costumes from the, in the flashbacks were really, really pretty.
1: This episode was... It seemed like all of a sudden in this episode they got a bigger budget or something because Jafar got his blowout. <laughs> <laughs> um, they must have hired a new hair person, we were saying before this. And then the queen's dresses were better. Like, she... Like, I don't know. and it, They seemed so juvenile before, and now they're, like, real, very adult, beautiful Yeah, Yeah, and costume.
4: even uh, going down to the costumes... It, even the locations, it wasn't all green screen. Too. Right, yeah. they were in an actual forest. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, well, that kind of looks like Enchanted Forest. Mm. But hey, if be resourceful, sure. Right, reuse your they had Actual money. locations. That was exciting. oh, and the actress who played uh, Amara was Zulika Robinson. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We hope to see her back. Yeah. I read
1: somewhere that she was on Lost. I don't watch Lost, so I don't know, but um, I guess she was. She was fabulous. Um, I really want to see her back. So <laughs> so in, in today time, real time, Alice and the Knave are running from the uh, Caterpillar's people who are mad that they destroyed the Forget-Me-Not. So the Knave creates some sort of diversion and gets... Um, And gets captured by the queen because, skip a few scenes earlier, the queen, uh, Jafar basically calls the queen out and he realizes that the queen knows the knave and probably knows that she dated him. I mean, he's got, he's got like that evil genius knowing everything. Well, that's her weakness.
2: Her weakness, like, is love. And she is obviously still in love with him, but she's too power hungry to act on that love but she we saw it when she she captures him and then like basically jafar challenges her why isn't he dead why isn't he dead right. and she goes to him and it's like hey the white rabbit's gonna come to you leave with him leave with him and he kind of calls her bluff and it's like, he's no.
1: trying to call her bluff too because he now watching this I still don't you know she's trying to save him, but you still don't believe that it's not it's not a character like Alice where ultimate love is going to rule. Like, mm-hmm. she's not, her power, she's so power hungry that you feel like, yeah, she still has feelings for him and she's going to go to bat for him, but she's not going to lose her pride in doing it and she's not going to lose her power in doing it. She's not going to speak out when yeah, he if needs those, help. If those two things come to the table, they're they're going to win. and um, And so he basically is probably calling her out to see if she still has feelings for him because he's like if i go out there and you and you you won't kill me you won't kill me like i i still feel that you have those feelings but she doesn't go to bat for him like he goes out there and she doesn't do anything about it
3: i think the reason she she talks that big game but ultimately she's afraid of Jafar mm-hmm. like everyone, as one yeah be. as one should be so Ultimately, it's her fear of Jafar that stops her from speaking out. Even though you know she told Jafar, you know, don't underestimate me. I'm just as powerful, and I can you know do all these things. But when it really came down to it, like she was scared of him and didn't right. say anything.
1: And we know she stole. Do we know she stole her crown? Stole her crown up
2: until this point, or
3: well, he did say he mentions yeah. it now.
1: But do we know before now? I think
3: we had assumed before this mm-hmm. that
2: I don't think I don't. We have not heard anything. Of her backstory, beside that flashback she did with the knave. And that, like, she. I don't
3: exactly know how she stole it, but. Because
2: my thought is if you're someone who's got enough balls
1: to steal a crown of an entire magical kingdom that you don't belong to, you would think you would have a little more oomph to stand up to Jafar.
2: Well, and do you know what I thought was interesting that we saw this episode is that she used magic. Yes. We have never seen her use magic before. Correct me if I'm wrong. No. It was nothing huge. It wasn't, like, a Jafar-style magic, but it was a little kind of flick of the hand, and I can't remember exactly what happened. Uh, Didn't she
4: stop Alice from punching her again? Yeah. Yeah, 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 she stopped Alice from punching her again. Which, that was awesome. That was (laughs) freaking awesome. We
1: have the kind of heroine who is just, like, I I love how Alice can be, like, so virtuous, but then she's like, no, I'm sorry. You've
2: gone too far. I'm just going to punch you. (laughs) But, so, obviously... She has some, she can do something to Jafar. I, I don't know. I'm curious now, not
3: only how she became Red Queen, but how she got magic.
2: Yeah. Because I don't think she had magic when she was with the Knave.
3: Well, no. And, you know, in the last episode, when her and Will are jumping through, she says, you know, a place where you use your imagination to get whatever you want. Hmm. Or something along those lines. She didn't say to get mm-hmm. whatever you want, but she it was t- the use right. of imagination can help you be whatever you want to be. Right. So I think maybe that has a little bit to do with it, too. But then in that case, why isn't everyone just imagining, you know, that they're the queen of <laughs> everywhere, you know? I'm
2: the queen of Sheba! <laughs> <laughs> Poof! Oh. That, I mean, That's what's so interesting about Wonderland. I feel like we there's still so much about it that we don't understand and don't know. And mm-hmm. they're not, they're focusing so much on the characters that we really, we we aren't getting much information about the the land, yeah. Or yeah the like realm. we saw
3: a whole town of people today. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we've seen those underground a guys. Town before, very a town of very shitty people, I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, people. no, they were. I thought Wonderland people were going to be all, like, fun and, you know, like, no. They're, they're not like, our peace, not the fact
4: that they were all rooting for the Red Queen, and I'm just like, wow, we just see the whole Once Upon a Time Wonderland staff, right? All right there. <laughs> but it, it makes me question, like, really, where are their loyalties? Are they really rooting for the Red Queen because they're under her power and they better, like, kiss up to her?
2: or it it made me honestly think of the Hunger Games that whole scene of the public execution uh, yeah, it, it seemed nice. like like she was almost in like a president snow type thing and she was using obviously fear and like turning it into sport mm-hmm. to kind of make them excited and make them like interested and respect her
1: i don't I think th- so i, I disagree th- and here's why because in the crowd scene where alice tries to go and see um, see the the poster information on will the crowd won't let her by and she basically has to threaten to like take out her I have a blade yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) like you're just talking about a bunch of unruly people in general because it's like the queen isn't even there and they're like nope don't nope we're not no we are not going to move we're just jerks
3: I took them kind of watching it for sport kind of like back in the jousting jousting or like Spartacus you know they used to watch people battle you know gladiators Gladiators. battle to the death in pits and people were rooting and cheering for that just because they didn't know any better right well not that they didn't know any better better but just because that was what was socially acceptable at that time and i feel like in wonderland this is something that maybe is more like socially acceptable and so it's something that they are excited about and maybe they haven't had one in a while so it's like yeah and it's i mean it's the name of hearts whose photo has been plastered around wonderland for who knows how long you know with a huge bounty on his head
2: i I think that's that's why i think of hunger games because it's like those people in the capital are so naive that they just they don't understand that like the fact that you're having children fight to the death is wrong. Yeah, and so you, these people don't understand. It's like I don't know if the queen is like keeping like I, they just don't get it. They, yeah, you know,
3: like, I I I understand that. I I just don't think that the queen has anything to do with their. Mentality. Like, she does. I don't think she has them under some sort of spell or anything to get them to root for it. I think it's just them. The
4: queen was playing it up that, oh, this is an execution you should be excited for because Jafar realized that she has feelings for the knave. And so she was using, exploiting the knave's execution to be like, no, I really do want him dead. And secretly, she doesn't. So she was just playing it up, being like, everyone should be excited. I'm excited that we're killing the knave, but she really doesn't.
1: So the person that really saves the knave is Alice. She dresses up like the executioner, where she—that was going to happen. I know, yeah. and you knew it was going to happen. But you're kind of like my wonder is. I really wanted to see the scene where Alice goes backstage and like box the real executioner on the head, <laughs> and then like takes their clothes. That's the missing scene that I wanted to see. But whatever. So she goes up there and she basically cuts his um, bindings, his rope, or whatever's holding him down, and lets him free. And they. Run
2: off and into are the they catapult. catapult, <laughs> catapult there is no way that that catapult, if it's just shooting a watermelon, that it could sh- shoot two
3: people over <laughs> that like, wall. The
2: physics of that was
4: not no, right. Was, they did not I'm have so the so weight proper. Did you proper see Robin Hood Prince of Thieves? That's what
3: I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Of. Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Mm-hmm. It happened there. It happened can happen. on Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. I mean, Kevin can do it, I know. I'm with you. I thought
4: the exact same thing. I was like, all right, you have two people who are probably 150 pounds on average getting. Flung by this catapult that just okay yeah that was unbelievable. I mean, but this the people was doing it on time a
3: princess. <laughs> yeah, two people. I mean, the landing in real life would not be pretty. But hey, <laughs> can, can I have a tangent really quick? Can we talk about the Davey, David
2: Bowie inspired makeup of the Queen's Assistance? <laughs> yes, what was that. That was so funny. It was like David Bowie. I was like, I was like, this is crazy. Like, really? Like, it's like Kesha David Bowie makeup. Like, what are you doing? And then we find out that one of those those manserv. Is actually a spy for Jafar. And that's yeah. how he's getting all of his information. It's from Tweedledee her. and Tweedledum. That's how I'm, I'm assuming that's who they are the because they ones. mentioned
1: it. Didn't they mention it? Yeah, someone mm-hmm. said something yeah. about like Tweedledum. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, it's that, Tweedledee it was, and Tweedledum. A lizard mentioned that uh, she had a run in with
3: Tweedledum. Yeah. Twiddle?
4: With the Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So that's
1: Tweedledee and tweeds. Tweedledum <laughs> with with David Bowie Ziggy Stardust makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. That's exactly what I thought of. And they have blonde hair. And I'm just waiting for them to do a performance. Anyway, so yes, they are. Uh, they are spies for Jafar. So we know that the walls have ears,
2: literally. Jafar is everywhere. He is everywhere. And the queen. That's why his kinda- hair is so big? It's full
4: of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, that, was oh, awesome. that was awesome. Um,
1: Thank you. The, the you Queen is it. everywhere too though. I mean she yes. probably uses the spies for the same reason. They're probably just lining their pockets with more makeup money.
3: Okay, so this is something that um I thought about when they were last episode, I know I wasn't here. I'm sorry, uh, but yeah. when they were Thanks. off to see the forget me lo- forget me nots. Um, That's when I remembered that in the cartoon version of Alice, you know, like the flowers and everyone talk and, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, can communicate. So I was just wondering, like, when Jafar and the Queen were kind of going to use those aspects to spy because at the time, you know, they didn't really have eyes and ears on Alice and... I mean, Jafar at that point didn't even know that she was traveling with the guy. So mm-hmm. I was like, why aren't they using the flowers? The flowers can talk. But that was just because they haven't built
2: that set yet. Or <laughs> and it has not been on Once Upon a Time. And they haven't gotten it. The animation made yet yeah. for the green screen. True. But I would love to
4: see. Talking yeah, it was, flowers. It yeah just
3: that popped in my mind. I was like, Alice in Wonderland talking flowers. It has to happen. I, you know what? Mm-hmm. I would
4: like to see flying bread like butterflies. Yes. But mm-hmm. we're, we're still waiting.
2: I want the treasure <laughs> cat to come back. That thing was scary. That, that was scary. cool. and I, I, But in, like, a cool way. Yeah. And she turned into a little kitty. There's a <laughs> lot of... Kitty <laughs> cat. Um,
1: <laughs> there's a lot of interesting things that they could do, and now they're bringing in characters I've never heard of. But anyway, so <laughs> moving uh, on, they, they are trapped when they leave by Jafar and the queen. Um, and Jafar basically is going to kill the knave and alice uses her last wish to save him or not first. her last wish, her first wish to save him saying if i die the knave dies so she's tied if the herself knave dies, she dies yeah so she sorry the other way. yeah so she ties herself to him and now jafar because he wants to be able to use those wishes he can't kill her so he can't kill the knave now So he turns the most, arguably, the most, one of the most interesting characters (laughs) on Once Upon a Time in Wonderland into a stone piece.
3: So let's talk, let's rewind for a second. Alice binding herself with the knave. Even if all of Wonderland didn't want him dead already, that's still just not a smart idea. Because even if you get out of this whole situation and defeat Jafar and get to save your wishes and you never have to use them... The knave is then gonna go off and do his own thing, and he has a pingent for finding trouble. So at any point, he could get into a duel in a bar with someone who he owes money to mm-hmm. and drop dead, and then there you are with Cyrus happily ever after, and then kaplet you die too. <laughs> which
1: brings me to which brings me to my original shipping of Alice and the Knave.
3: And I know <laughs>
1: I know that you know she loves Cyrus. Yada yada yada. I still think that there is some part of her that has enough feelings for him that in that moment she doesn't think clearly, and the only thing she thinks of is wanting to save him. And that's not something you just do for your buddy old pal.
3: Yeah, getting her to use a wish is it's a, a big, deal. big deal, pretty big deal, because she's, she's not using a wish to just wish for Cyrus back. Because and I'm pretty there's sure too many technicalities with it and stuff. And I'm but,
1: pretty sure he's not putting his life on the line for her all the time either. Just because he thinks she's a cool girl to hang out with.
2: And I'm pretty but, sure she'd yeah. be better off without him.
1: Yeah. Mm, yeah, I would agree. Well, I sometimes. think
4: the name is definitely more interesting whenever yes. she's, <laughs> he's with Alice. Yeah. But the thing is, is there anything in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland... The, the Wonderland area that could help turn the nave back because we know in Once Upon a Time we have like Nostas who has restor- restorative powers and it turned Frederick back into a human. But is there anything in Wonderland that could turn True Love's Kiss Stone, Stone
3: back into? Which is from Once Upon a Time as well. But yeah. all fairy tales end with
2: True, True Love's, Love's
3: Kiss. Kiss. That's the only thing I can think of right now.
2: Get um, on it,
1: Anastasia. I mean, I really think it's—I really think it would be Alice because Anastasia was ready to just. She was not even when he was being turned to stone. She didn't do anything. But
2: well, you could see it on her, kind of see it on her face because you can't see much on her face. <laughs> but I, I, I love her face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much Well,
3: fun. what about lizard?
1: It says we're maybe we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get maybe to
3: it's lizard. It's um, not lizard. No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: we'll okay. get to that though. But,
3: but and you know, technically Alice only has one wish left now because technically she agreed to give one of those wishes to Will. So yeah. even though Jafar says it's two, technically homegirl well, Will is down can't do anything, he's a one. freaking stone.
2: What do you think if that what is she saying? She's like, Technically that was
3: my one wish for you, I saved your life. Yeah. You're welcome, <laughs> You're welcome. that was your wish.
1: I, I still think that, uh, or what was I going to say? Oh, I don't think that the queen, like, even if you she was feeling feelings for him as that happened, she didn't do anything. It's yeah. the thing about inaction. It's like you don't love that person enough to stop what is going on. You don't love that person enough that even if, like, when he challenged her, even, even if he was going to stay there and let himself be harmed, if it was Alice in that same situation, she would have been like, you don't get any sort of thought in the matter. I'm just sending the rabbit, and he's going to kidnap you and put you in a bag.
3: Yeah, I mean, Will, even in that moment, you know, he called out to Anastasia. She did nothing. Alice called out to Anastasia. She did nothing. You know, it wasn't until Al- I think Alice kind of was waiting for to see who was going to yeah. break first, and because the queen didn't actually break, I don't know what that's going to mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure that Will's going to want her back after that, you know?
1: And that was the moment she also learned that, the red queen is anastasia Mm -hmm. which also probably leaves alice feeling a little bit betrayed because he there is something that he knew that she didn't and she's now probably wondering exactly i mean she knows him well enough it seems like to trust him blindly but she's she's got to be second guessing okay the He didn't tell me this for a reason. Why didn't he tell me this? And why didn't I know about this connection?
2: Well, do you know what was also interesting is that the queen even called Alice his little girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Like, she's Mm -hmm. very jealous of Alice. Mm -hmm. So maybe he's just trying to keep them separate, not knowing about each other. It it does bring up the love thing again. I agree with you. Yeah. Because, and I I think when he wakes up, and he's going to have second thoughts about Anastasia, and he's going to be like, oh, uh, Alice saved my life, and that might make it blossom i god i can't believe i'm saying that because i don't want it to happen <laughs> but it might i think i'm
1: right on there with you i actually really, really agree with that so uh let's talk about now this uh extra random triangle piece that they threw in which that is actress. uh elizabeth lizard the terrible actress slash thief um okay did
4: anyone think like right when they from the get go, when they introduced her, she says, My name is Eliz- Miss Elizabeth. And then my mind just immediately went to Miss Elizabeth Swan. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then I'm like, What if she was related to Emma? And I'm like, oh, uh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> I don't know. We're I'm all obsessed there. with pirates here.
1: You say one name that's sort of sort like of a name like.
2: from yeah. pirates. Hucker for life.
4: <laughs> Hucker <for> life. Yes.
3: <laughs>
4: yes. You, you guys are hookers, <laughs> but I thought Miss Elizabeth
3: Swan, yeah,
1: yep. yeah, and that then they cool, and then they give her the nickname Lizard. Which is there a? I don't know. Maybe there is. Is there a character in Alice in Wonderland or Through the Looking Glass that is a lizard? Mm. Not that
3: I can think of.
1: And that that
3: whole I mean, what I- ever happened to Lizzie as a? Nickname for a lizard. well, they did lizard. say Lizzie. They did
4: say Lizzie for a split second. She's like, I go by Lizard. Yeah, I mean, because she's a thief and she has to have a weird mm, lizard. thief name.
3: What? That's just no, horrible. Yes, it's a horrible lizard. nickname for someone.
1: Here's my there, thing. Wait, you Liz, have... There was
4: is a isn't there Bill the Lizard? Alice in Wonderland.
1: Who is Bill the Lizard? I don't...
4: I, I thought there was like a Bill the lizard person character from Alice in Wonderland.
1: If that is a thing, please I, let but us know. Yeah. Bill's
4: a guy and she's a girl. Maybe they changed it up.
1: I just Maybe. feel like if there, there are so many well-known characters from Alice in Wonderland, from Through the Looking Glass, from Disney in general, that you could bring in, and most of the reason we watch the show is the fun of seeing beloved characters that we've known come to life and way. and in a new way. And this was kind of, for me, frustrating because, first off, the actress isn't that good. But then, second, it was, like, equally frustrating because you're like, I don't even, I want to know who this character is. I want this character to be someone I, like, know. And it's not, and that's kind <laughs> of disappointing.
3: But the fun thing that um, I like about when they bring in other characters is that, we know the story of the ones we know already so well. And sometimes in our minds, if they were to do those characters and not do it the right justice or, you know, just like how can you take a new spin on these characters that we already know so much about? So it's kind of fun when they have the ones that we know a lot about, like Alice, Jafar, um, you know, those people, the knave, and then they filter in the people who we don't actually know. And it's kind of, reintroducing them and bringing in a new sort of thing and making your mind work in different ways because just because her name's Lizzie or Lizard you know it could be from something completely outside of Wonderland and you know it could be a reference to an author's name or something like there's I mean, Frankenstein always, was yeah Frankenstein was, like, Will. You know, yeah. yeah Dr. Will is like an homage to the director of the original Frankenstein movie. So I I love how they kind of do it, but I do understand, you know, it's like, oh, but I don't know who it is, so it's kind of frustrating. Uh, okay, but- uh,
4: I, I got to, I, I looked it up. They said, um, Bill the Lizard first appeared in Disney's 1951 Alice in Wonderland. He was the one with the ladder. Yeah. And he was asked by the Dodo and the White Rabbit to get rid of the monster inside the White Rabbit's house. And he went up the chimney and that was it.
2: Huh. And that was it. Liz. Did anybody else think that when Lizzie first appeared, that she was Ellen Page? No. I was like, how did, I was like, how did they get Ellen Page in this show? And she's like,
4: I'm pregnant, and
2: <laughs>
3: and she
4: has her name is Juno. Oh. And, yeah,
3: she did look a little bit like Ellen. Yes, Page. She did. They,
4: they had some, this, some of the same manners,
1: Yeah. Here's, here's, and okay, to what you're saying, yes, I agree with that. They brought in Amara. Amara's not a character we know, but to me, they did Amara correctly, whereas. They bring in a character that, first off, is not easily recognizable and then is not easily linked to another character's past. So it just seemed kind of random. But and it, oh. Her link to Will, to me, is too loose. And then her... Um, and and in the sense that we've already formed a sort of loyalty to... like You've created a love triangle already with Will, and then you're throwing in an extra person love to make it a love square. And it's like... I don't think he would have feelings for her, but she obviously has a crush on him. Major time. So you're throwing in this extra character in there that you're like, okay, why did you just
4: do that?
3: Um, And then when... I don't fully believe her story that she told Alice because no one was there to either confirm nor deny it. So I think that this character is bringing a little bit more mystery of do we trust her or not? Because right now I don't trust her. And I think that when they did reunite Will with her, Will's reaction to her didn't seem like a friendship that, you know, he practically like raised. It wasn't like over the top, like, oh yeah, thanks for, you know, maybe there's more to the story. And so I think that them not giving us the information is just them setting it up for late, like, Next week or the week after to really kind of unfold what sh- her true intentions are because I mean everything that they do in these shows we all know is so manipulated and f- worked out from the calculated. beginning it's so calculated from the start so I don't think they wouldn't introduce someone that's not going to really serve a good purpose in the long in the end game
1: I see so- that but I also see that in once when they if they introduce a new character that. You don't immediately recognize, it's always immediately directly linked to someone's backstory. So in once, every single situation I can think of where there's a character that is not a fairy tale character, their first seeing their first interaction is directly with someone's backstory. So this to me was like a letdown in the sense of, okay, I know we're eventually gonna find something out, but mm-hmm. if if you introduce a random character to me that I'm not even that fascinated by, like, it would have been more interesting to have that character have some sort of link to something I already know. But I, th-
4: I think because they introduced her in this episode, we just saw the name get turned into stone. So, Alice's partner is kind of out of the picture right now. And now that they introduce another person, she's going to be that that partner. And she's going to be the, the counterpart, the sidekick. There's too many girls in this
2: show. What?
0: <laughs> I'm why? A- no, why you? <laughs> Okay, this is why
2: because the only okay, so the knave is now gone, Cyrus is freaking stuck in a cage, and then we have Jafar, who's just an evil asshole. It does
3: just kind of seem like <laughs> it's a, like it's a girl major, fight, yeah.
2: It's like a major chick
3: thing right now, and, and it's, even though it's not over the same boy, it's over a boy. When you, when you break it down like that, it's like two girls fighting I feel like over a boy who's locked up. It's it like sex not...
2: in the city wonderland. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. It's like,
1: have you heard of the Bledschel test? I'm not sure I'm saying that right. It's B-L-E-C-H-E-L. I'm, I'm not, Bledschel, maybe. I'm not pronouncing it right, but it's the way you tell if a, if a story has like a feminist text is it has, a certain number of women in it and the women have to interact with each other and then they have to talk about something other than a guy so it's really it's kind of sad you're right in this episode in this series where you have so many cool strong women characters and they're clearly trying to
2: set it up that way but then they're all talking about dudes that's you know? all like this whole thing is about like who i love this person or i had a crush on this person or i i i, I want power more than him but it's all about him
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it would have been, again, if they introduced this new character and the new character had some sort of, like, interesting personal quest where they were like, I have to find my grandfather's old watch because he died a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) No,
2: that's eyeglasses. (laughs) um,
3: I don't know, she was just kind of, like, the way she was dressed reminded me of Robin Hood's Merryman. So part of me was, like, maybe her backstory comes from before they got to this land. Good point. So that was, like, the link that I had... That I found um, between them that might. She's not made Marian
1: because Robin Hood. We saw. We've already met married Marian. Yeah, we've already met Marian. And it's called
4: the Blackdell test. Blackdell, Blackdell. Blackdell.
2: Blackdell. Yeah. But that's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's sad to me because it's like you have this, you have all these really strong and cool female characters, and then they're all talking about dudes. But I do miss. I am gonna. I'm gonna be very upset if Will is a stone, really stone. because yeah. he's he's the comic relief of the show mm-hmm. he's one of the best actors on the show one of the most compelling characters and they and i was already mad because i was like i really like amara and i clearly love will <laughs> and now they're both pieces of whatever and i'm so mad
3: stone and like gold <laughs> or metal gold.
2: amara was one person who was super like i like she wasn't like all about men she no was
3: but we also don't know what was her driving force the because every is. bad person has some sort of driving force that keeps their, yeah. keeps them going so we don't know what her driving force was maybe it was the sultan as well and that's why she was so willing to let Jafar come in to learn from her, I maybe know. the sultan was a, her lover and then he dumped her or something don't yeah. well, well, say I'd, that
2: she's Jafar's mother that's really messed up I'm <laughs> not going that far,
4: I'm saying like before
3: <laughs> maybe
4: see what i thought was interesting was when Amar came into the picture right off the bat everyone didn't look at her which made me think
2: maybe she's medusa medusa oh. yeah people can't look at her and
4: she's obsessed snakes. with snakes yeah and you know medusa's head is full of snakes so and, i thought and then will got turned
2: to stone by uh, the snake thing Oh, oh snap. my god. did we oh! just like figure
4: something <laughs> snap, out? Snap,
2: y'all. You did, she's Medusa.
1: Yo, Boy, Adam Horowitz, call
3: us up and let us know if we're
4: right what? right now. We just got this.
3: After Buzz exclusive, awesome. press
0: the button! Okay. <laughs> After Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Marissa
1: Serafini just blew my mind. Yeah, that was <laughs> just Awesome. Blew my mind.
2: So let's, uh, wait, na- be- before we get into, um, News and Gossip, can we talk about, um... That's what I was gonna do. Cyrus? Cyrus. Oh, yeah. sorry. I thought you were gonna go Yeah, and No, no, that. I was no, gonna sorry. talk
1: about Cyrus, because we're short on time, and Cyrus, uh, Cyrus gets this wishbone, and he whittles it down, and then uh, the, the creepy guard get not creepy, just like, just... Ogre. <laughs> schleppy ogre guard gets him to drop it and um then he pulls up the other wishbone because wishbones always want to be together and uh gets it back and maybe is gonna pick the lock in the next
2: episode it starts it starts oh yeah. he, Cutting starts, he cuts the floor that's right he cuts the circle i mean because yeah.
3: cyrus still does he have because the cage is made out of Silver. Like, silver, so that's blocking his powers. But once he, like, dr- if he were to take out the bottom of the cage, could he, like, drop down and start floating and, like, escape through a window Probably. Or
1: and I want to know who that other dude is, because they keep...
3: Clearly he's somewhere. Maybe he's a sultan.
1: Oh. Maybe he is. That's my prediction. That's a good prediction. He's a sultan. Yeah. Because <laughs> they the keep having sense. sort of, like, eye conversations. Mm-hmm. Not actual conversations, just very eyeball conversations that we can't be a part of yeah um so i'm wondering what that is there i don't any last thoughts
2: i loved the wishbone story just the explanation of it Mm -hmm. and how like you know just just i you know you never think of wishbones but just how like you know everyone thinks you know you get the bigger half you win but actually like they're always meant to be together and genies use it as a trick i just i love when they kind of Tell like a new story like Mm -hmm. that that like really makes sense and flows with the story and it's kind of a fun little superstition. It's
1: cute, and it was cute because he said that um, genies created the myth that you can get wishes from them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and then the wishbones really want to be together. I Mm -hmm. like that. I like that little story. You're right. Um, Any last thoughts before we go into predictions? I don't Um, have news and gossip either.
4: This was awesome episode. I it felt. I really did enjoy this. This was probably my favorite episode. I mean we've only had four. Well, cause but the, the plot show's moves getting so much and yeah, the one show's really getting better. It's coming along.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. I definitely agree with that. Which
2: makes me happy because in all, like, the blogs, I don't know if you guys have seen all the, like, you know, what shows will get renewed come May? Yeah. This one, there's not a very good chance right now, or so people are saying, but I have faith that they if we keep getting episodes like this.
1: Here, Here's the other thing, too, and I don't know, I don't know, like, how close they film the episodes, if the episodes, if they have the ability to go back and edit, but they're clearly, like, people were not responding to the way Jafar looked in general in the first mm-hmm. episode. they did some edits they they clearly did edits to the Queen's costumes because they're much better now and mm-hmm. I, I think and they did edits to the CGI So I think if I think people who who write they respond to what the fans really like there have been there have been numerous cases and shows in the past where fans love the character so much they just don't get
4: rid of them-hmm or they love characters so much that they bring them back. Yeah. yeah. Even exactly. if they kill them
2: off. Yeah. And if characters <laughs> and they bring the them off. And here's the
4: thing it's like
1: if characters don't work there's some people that would film like they would think about a big arc for a character that sometimes just doesn't work for an audience and then they don't they use that character less. So I I have faith that you know they're they're doing what they can to keep the show there.
3: Yeah.
1: So you I just agree. want to jump right into predictions? Yeah, predictions
0: and now your AfterBuzz tv predictions
3: who's starting well i
4: think amara is medusa yeah. <laughs> <laughs> marissa best prediction yeah. ever
1: um i i've got nothing i i got nothing
3: i i want cyrus to escape um This isn't really like a prediction. It's more like a wish list. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I wish TV wish list. I wish (laughs) Cyrus will escape and maybe take the guy who we're gonna say is the Sultan with Mm -hmm. him, and then be on the run. But then, of course, Alice won't know that he's escaped, so they're not going to be together quite yet. But you know, at least they're not trapped in cages anymore. So that's that is my prediction wish list. I
2: think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I think. As I said, I think the, the other man in the in the cage is a Sultan, mm-hmm. and I think if Cyrus escapes, he will bring him with him because he will he has his genie powers, and I think in returning him to he will return him to Agarbal because mm-hmm. he's a nice guy, and I think he's going to meet Jasmine then, and I think Jasmine might start another love triangle because I think she might fall for Cyrus for saving her father and might piss off aladdin i don't know i just i I like that interesting
1: (laughs) all right thank you everyone for watching and listening it's a long one (laughs) where can they find where
2: can they find you tiana
3: um you can find me on twitter and instagram at the tiana hobson
2: and uh you can find me at on twitter at keatonm33 and on instagram at keaton33 and you can follow me on twitter and on instagram at seraphine tv
1: I'm at 123Jackie underscore B on Twitter, at 123JackieB, all one word on Instagram. Uh, join the conversation, tweet us back, and I try to respond to as many messages as I can on YouTube and iTunes. Yeah, I love yeah. the comments. So Great good. comments, you so guys.
2: Good. I just want to so give a much. shout out to Emmy, Emma Rigby, because I love her, and I know there was a big controversy last <laughs> week about it. I love her sure big was. lips, <laughs> but they are really big. <laughs> <laughs>